welcome back to the Back Issue Book Club. I'm Greg. And I'm Rich. And we are Team Ohana, and this is the Back Issue Book Club. This past week, we've read uh, Punisher Silent Night and Enfield Gang number five, but yeah. Punisher Silent Night, Christmas ish story. Jeez. And I thought Lobo was cold. Damn. <laughs> well, Lobo at least had like cheekiness to it, right? Yeah. This was just straight up. Thank you on the Punisher. <laughs> yeah, with, and it's it's funny because I mean I'm going to jump all around this book as I usually do. Yeah. But yeah, you know, he doesn't want a stray bullet to hit the kids, but he's perfectly fine with leaving them traumatized for the rest of their life. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I mean, like you, you, you kids, build these build these snowmen four feet apart. All the way down to the to the to gate the, to the back retaining wall. <laughs> Kids like, what the hell's a retaining wall? <laughs> and then proceeds to fill them with C four and vaporize a bunch yeah, of claymores. Goons. Claymores, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm so glad you also kept an eye on those things to make sure the kids didn't come back to play with the snowman. Yes. <laughs> and all throughout this, I mean, he's like cracking Santa right in the face in front of kids at the mall when he's like looking for answers and dragging him away. And you can see the kids are like, oh, yeah, traumatized. Oh, yeah. But what happened with the kids saw at the orphanage? What's funny is if you think about it, um, what's his name? Facelli or Finelli or uh, Falsetti. Falsetti, yeah, like a falsetto makes sense. Yes. Um, he said that he was there for 16 years of his life and did not have a single happy memory. And he wanted to try to go there to give these kids at least one good memory so that way they wouldn't turn out like him. So in essence, Punisher took away that one memory, gave them trauma instead. So what he probably did was just create the next generation of criminals. Good job. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> but it was interesting how quickly he turned. Like he was all like, you know, remorseful to the, I guess it was a Catholic father that he was talking to oh. for a little bit. And then he, he switched when he realized, like when Punisher was threatening him, he was like, oh, Frank, I'll rip your face off and feed it to my wife's dog or something, whatever it was. Chihuahua, Chihuahua. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. So, yeah, I was like, wow, that was a real turn <laughs> but uh, uh i mean yeah. it was also kind of funny the moral dilemma that he put the priest in he's giving him gives him a shotgun oh that was my favorite part of the book yeah he was like, like what do you want me to do with this god. i'm a man of god i can't handle a gun father what you think about this the men that are here they're here to kill every single witness you do what you got to do and he like look, and looks down the staircase in the darkness realizing all those kids lives are in his hands yeah and he's just the shotgun is just on the floor it's like a very very powerful basic panel of image yeah and the question and that makes you think about it because they didn't answer the question what would the father do would he kill to save old children and damn his own soul or would he allow all the kids to be killed by inaction and damn his own soul <laughs> maybe that's where the term damned if you do damned if you don't Came around came from this comic book. Yes, <laughs> came from this comic book in twenty whatever. Yes, fifteen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I there was also there was a little bit of cheekiness, just a very little bit. Like he shows up in the sleigh with reindeer. Yeah, 
and then he yeah. takes he takes that to chase the guy going in, yeah. this, in the car. We mean, mean with Donner and Blitzen? No, with Heckler and Koch. <laughs> uh, what is that? I don't know that reference. It's a brand, it's a brand, and gun, a brand of gun, H and K. Oh, um, well, there it, you go. It would have been easier if he would have said no with Smith and Wesson. I would have got that one. Yeah, because I know somebody that actually named their pit bulls Smith and Wesson. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. That was funny though, and he like he kind of does like the whole. Uh, over the ramp as he's going under and shoots and his dropped, tire out and all that. And I thought he dropped the grenade in there or something as well. I couldn't it, tell it, what, some of the artwork <laughs> was like, eh. tough to see what was happening exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, re- did not recognize a single name in the uh, artist panel, the, the cover artist, the artist, the inker, the pencils, mm. nothing, nah. the writer. I didn't recognize any of them. Um, but wow. <laughs> Still. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Oh, early on when he's, um, he takes out the people on the dock, but there's one guy left, and he's he like stabs him in the gut, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, I, if I pull this out, you're you're just gonna empty here." Yep. Uh, so you you better talk to me, and he's like, "I don't know," and he twists it, and, I, and he's like, "Did I tell you what happens when I twist it?" And <clears throat> he eventually he, he makes it seem like he's gonna let him go, which he, he did said, uh, technically. Yes, he did, <laughs> and uh, he falls off the pier and. Presumably dies because it's like what do you say, water thirty-four two, degrees? Yeah, water two degrees above freezing, heavy coat. He's not coming back up, right? So, which it kind of reminded me of uh, what was the movie with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Was a Commando? Uh, where he said, "Hey, Sully, remember what I told you, Tully, or whatever? I, I told you I was going to kill you last." Oh yeah, he said that. I lied. He drops him off a cliff. He goes back to the car, and uh, the girl's like, "What happened to, to, to Sully?" I let him go. <laughs> I love it. I lied. <laughs> Nobody yeah, had movie, one-liners like Arnold's. Come on, <laughs> that 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 movie is like pure that, and I love it for it. Yeah, it's like if Fast and the Furious was with guns, you know. <laughs> yeah, like rated R. Yeah, uh, was that the one where he's like, "But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it in your stomach." I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, but anyway, anyway. I, I got a question for you. You are a father of two very young kids. Yes, two and four, essentially, in the next so, month. If you went to a mall with your kids to see Santa and saw somebody looked as ugly, <laughs> with teeth as messed up, and Crypt Keeper-like as that yeah. Santa looked. <laughs> that guy was rough. I would have been like, you know what? This is the year my kids find out there ain't no Santa because I ain't letting them sit on that, that pedophile's lap. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. No. I went to a mall one time with my dog to get pictures with Santa. I would have canceled if the Santa looked like that. <laughs> my dog. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I wouldn't, we, we wouldn't even gotten in line. If we, <laughs> co- if, if we pulled up and saw that. Nah, it's all right. Yeah. So yeah, that's I'll, I'll, I'll talk to one of my dad's beard. friends who's got a beard and see if we can put a, a hat on him and call him Santa instead. <laughs> Just don't do the whole chim- coming down the chimney on Christmas day thing. No. Now there are like you know thousand ways to die stories about fathers that did that and oh god you know, yeah like I couldn't even fit later, in ours like what smells <laughs> we have a uh, we have a gas fireplace that's like sealed and there's just like a box vent on the other side on the outside of the house so there's no real chimney I mean, chimney yeah I can't get in there so I've got a I have a chimney that I ha- also is gas but it was built to be either so it does have a real uh, bricks uh, chimney flu. Um, Yes, but I upgraded. I had that thing open when we first got it, but I upgraded to a different gas fireplace, which is smokeless. Oh, nice. 
So I was able to keep the flu closed. Wow, but that heat that comes in, man. Hot. Yeah, we put the uh, ceiling fan on reverse because we've got a cathedral ceiling in the in the living room, and yeah, it's like circulates it upwards it, and out. The house freezes because the thermostat's in that room, so it, the thermostat thinks the whole house is at ninety two. Oh, yep. <laughs> so it turns off the heat, and when, you know, you go to go to bed, it's like fifty one in the in the <laughs> bedroom. Yeah. How did we Oof. get to this point? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Bad Santas don't come down the chimney. Got yes, it. yes, yes. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's not uh, too much to the story, really. It's just um, gangsters wanting to take revenge for the father being put in jail by this guy who went to Witsec or refused Witsec. And he's in, he didn't think he's been underground and he finally came out in northern New York state. No, he was in witness protection. It was, was he? It was the guy that he betrayed. It went to prison and got killed. His son, Junior, was the yes. one that was uh, hiding from. Uh, oh yeah, uh, he's so underground yeah, that yeah, even his right. soldiers couldn't find him. Right. Okay. Yeah. So this was buy one get one free for the Punisher. So- <laughs> yes. So. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I want to. Do a double ranking on this. One is a Christmas story and one as a just comic book story. All right. Um, as a Christmas story, actually, I kind of enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, enough, ov- enough over the top that it was understood to be over the top. Had some cute little... Uh, you know, Christmas references that were taken to a murderous exchange that I thought they were interesting. So as a Christmas story, I'll give it a seven and a half as a comic book story in general. It really didn't enthrall me much. Um, I'd say more like a six. Yeah. I'm kind of in that neighborhood too. It's, it's kind of like, um, uh, I feel like we did this with another, book during december where we were like or maybe it was november for thanksgiving we were like for a thanksgiving book it's but overall yeah Yeah. i mean Um, if you're looking for books to read at christmas time in the christmas flavor i'd say put this on your list if it's the middle of june and you see the book don't pick it up to read it (laughs) yeah um yeah i agree with your rankings i'll say the same but uh that is not the only book we read this week though no, uh, we read Enfield Gang Massacre number five of six. Yes, I love this. The group Genesis. My favorite song is Land of Confusion. What the hell's going on in this damn story? I, I don't know, man. I uh, so I, I gotta go back to issue one so I can reread and find out how old these people are that they're now referring to. Me too. I don't know. I don't know Danny. They keep talking about Danny. So so it starts off with Enfield, Danny, I guess, and this other guy pinned down in this barn. And Danny's like, uh, basically like, I can't take the lie anymore. I'm living a lie. I sold you guys out I th- or whatever. And the other guy's like, stop talking, stop talking, stop talking. And then he blows his face off. Yes. <laughs> and... Enfield's like, what the, f- what the hell? Yeah, and then after you blow his face off, you proceed to tell Enfield what you were, didn't want Denny to say. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should have saved the bullet, man. Slow him spell of beans already. Uh, Enfield might have done it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Probably not, though. He seems to have a fairly 
good moral compass as far as bad guys go i guess or thieves or whatever but yeah and i the the only malbury i what is he like mayor of the town i don't remember this guy i don't know the name sounds familiar but it's again i gotta go back to issue one i'm like who is this guy again uh it's not the the sheriff i think it's the guy that dismissed the sheriff when the sheriff had problems with uh, the way where they were handling themselves I'm trying to Let's see if I can find out by the uh, synopses. Uh, best way to cheat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that Mowbray is like the mayor of the town or the richest guy in town or whatever. I don't know. But I, if I remember correctly, he was the one that was ranting at the, the town gathering when the Texas Marshal showed up saying, Oh yeah. Yeah. He was, guys. yeah. And the, and the, the sheriff was sitting on the chair next to him. Like whatever, dude. I mean, yeah, I don't know his <laughs> position. I think he's just, I think he's the mayor of the town or maybe he just, again, he's the, 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 per, the, the person in the town with the most money that wants even more. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he orchestrated the entire thing, hiring, uh, people that uh, somebody that was in debt for you know gambling losses, which that fits true with the, the old west, fits true to now too. If you have a problem with gambling, please contact Gamblers Anonymous. You know, we may joke about stuff, but that's not to be made fun of. Seriously, if you have a family member or anything, especially about this time of the year, look out for them, give them an extra phone call, just see how check them out, see how they're doing. Yeah, I know. There's a moment of seriousness for me. You're not used to I, I missed it entirely, but I'll listen on the playback because uh, I'm trying to research my, <laughs> my, my, my Wow. I like opened up and, and, and did something really nice, and he had me on mute. <laughs> wow. Welcome I, to Zemo Hana. <laughs> what, ha- what were you talking about? You're watching it in a replay. It's your job. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, and I'll then you, you'll get a text from me like, oh, shit. Sorry, dude. <laughs> whatever it is <laughs> it's all good it's all good we're friends <laughs> uh eli malbray and the union army and oh is he the one that was like took over that like uh sam elliott like nominated as the sheriff when the real sheriff left and was like screw this i'm, I'm out of here yeah Could so then one. he wouldn't be the mayor yeah, he whatever. is somebody that's power hungry <laughs> either way um while this is happening, uh, gosh, I can't remember his name. The the ex sheriff uh, is is kind of making rounds, just kind of talking to people, yeah. you know, ta- townsfolk. And he's like, talking to the mortician of sorts, the guy that builds the caskets. That's right. And they were, and the guy who builds caskets himself came out and was like, "I don't smell right," or whatever. You know, I bet, I'm willing to bet money on it or something. I like won't that. testify to that. <laughs> yeah. So. We're getting the idea that it's almost becoming common knowledge that it's not Enfield and his gang that did that killed Bill Barley. Right. Love that name. It's so good. The alliteration is fantastic. <laughs> um, there was someone cold. Someone enjoyed it. Someone enjoyed cutting them open and stuff like that. So somebody that'll do it again. Somebody's probably done it before. <laughs> yeah. They got a taste for it now. The nice Chianti. <laughs> Wah, wah, wah. 
Eagle. Um, uh, I'm I'm studying the, under the tutelage of Michael Winslow, the police academy guy. Yeah, and that's his name, right? Eagle? Michael Winslow. Yes, and when you did the the eagle thing, I thought peacemaker. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Uh, <laughs> so eventually, at the end of the book, okay, this is this irritated me too, because Amy shows up. Or, or, or uh, Malbray brings rolls up on a horse uh, with Amy, who is Enfield's mother. I thought he said Mrs. I thought he meant wife. Maybe wife. Either way, <clears throat> some sort of significant person in Enfield's life. Um, and they basically use her as bait, like get out here or she gets it. But we left last we had her. She she rolled up to like this cave in the middle of the desert with this random dude playing a guitar at, at a at a campfire. Like yeah, was two, I think it was like two books ago. It was uh, Jim Morrison, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, <laughs> with a cowboy hat. Yes. <coughs> How did we get from that to hand? here? I don't know. This book is just one giant confusion for me. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I really like it. I just find it tough to follow sometimes. Yes. And I think one of the, and I'm not getting attached enough to the characters. I think that I remember them from month to month. I think the best thing for this book, if you want to read a good story is wait until ne next month. Issue number six comes out buy all six or wait for a trade paperback and read it all as one story. I think that's your best bet. Probably. Yeah. I, I, I might even reread it all leading up to next month's final issue and just maybe hopefully get more out of it that way. That sounds like a good plan. I think I'll do the same. And I might actually like write down like Sam Elliott, this guy, <laughs> Malbray, this well, guy. Remember how issue number one starts. It starts with somebody uh, attending one of these like wild West shows in the early 1900s. <clears throat> and they're being told the story of the Enfield gang massacre. Oh, wow. I didn't remember that. <laughs> so this that's where issue number six is going to end with the end of the story as being told. Both books that we're reading that are current do that Quack. shit. Because yeah. Kill Your Darling is always like starting out in, yeah, Oklahoma, 1906. Yeah, early Doc Malady's Wild West Side Show. <laughs> wow. We will have to reread one through five before number six. Yeah. And we will come to the show ready with a plethora of knowledge. I just love using that word. That's fantastic. You and know what that plethora is? <laughs> yes. But I'm surprised you didn't say today was the penultimate issue of, <gasps> but, of Enfield Gang. I'm so bad. I'm sorry. You love P words. Yes. Plethora, <laughs> penultimate, poopy. <laughs> 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 There's other P words, but I want to keep this monetizable. So. EG. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna withhold uh, a grade for this book just because I feel like I didn't absorb it fully. I, um, I agree. I agree. And this has been the hardest one. This has been the hardest issue for me to follow. I think. I mean, don't get me wrong. It is nowhere near as like stroke causing as department of truth was that's going to be our bar for everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes DLT was you know like maybe a cut ah 
ah, <laughs> what am I reading? I don't know. I'm coming for you. I'm coming. Elizabeth, I'm coming to join Elizabeth. you, honey. That, that was the name. Yeah, I was trying to remember the name. <laughs> yeah. And maybe what, maybe under my read, read through, I'll, I'll read these, uh, you know, newspaper clippings that are supposed to be of the time and stuff like that. Maybe it'll give me a little more context as well. You go ahead and do that. I mean, <laughs> I'll the, wait for the movie. So <laughs> I'd watch this movie. Damn, I love westerns, especially modern ones. Yeah, I mean, look, I love westerns also. I mean, I I like cowboys and aliens. There's no level of western that I just really can't stand. Wack, wack, wack. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that is that. Shall we talk about our Christmas? Christmas is it coming out? No, wait. Yeah, no. Christmas is next week, man. Yes, Christmas is in. It's it's. We're a week from Christmas Eve right now. As we record this. Yes. So we'll be releasing this to the public on the 21st, right? Yep. Uh, we're going to record another episode and have that release on Christmas Day. Early and, for you guys. Merry Christmas. Yes. And on that day, we will be discussing it's a Power Man and Iron Fist. The 4th of July special. No. Uh, yes. No. <laughs> uh, it's the... Uh, Power Man and Iron, yes, Sweet Christmas Annual. Which is, that was his catchphrase, Sweet Christmas. (laughs) Didn't know that. Oh, I used to love reading Power Man and Iron Fist when I was a kid. That's why when he said it in the TV series, I loved it. Nice. Power Man, I'm assuming, right? Yep. Nice. I'll have to see that. Or, I mean, I'll have to, well, I should see Power Man. I should not see Iron Fist, and I should read this. In my opinion, the Power Man... uh, Luke Cage, it's actually called, not Power Man. What, Luke true. Cage show, which is now on Disney Plus. I would recommend seeing season one, and I wouldn't bother with season two. Got it. Okay. <coughs> uh, but yes, and we don't have any ongoing books to read to cover that that week, so it's no. all Power Man and Iron Fist. Car- Kill Your Darlings won't be out. Uh, Infield Gang won't be out. It's just going to be Power Man and Iron Fist. The sweet Christmas special, um, just a little something. Uh, you know, we know you're gonna be get to getting together with your family, and everything. But if you need to slip away, hop in the bathroom. You know, like just say, "I need a break," and put the headphones on and tune us in for a quick comic book review. We're yeah. there for you. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Shall we wrap up? <coughs> yeah. One more quick reminder to everybody that on oh, December thirty yeah. first, December ah, December thirtieth. 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will, um, I will be representing Team Ohana for the third time on Rob's Fat Sacks of Comics, his only slabs. I've got the books already ready. Many of them you don't know yet because I got them and I did not disclose them as, as uh, mail calls as I usually do because I've been saving some of them for this particular show. Greg has seen them and he knows I got a couple of really nice ones that I'm, I'm going to sh- surprise Rob with and hopefully surprise you. Ooh, scintillating, tit, tit, titillating. Uh, it's an audio show. It. Yes. Uh, but yes, don't forget to check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash Team Ohana. Um, this will have already happened, but for the patrons that are listening, um, this Wednesday we're going to be pulling live the December's books, and then I'm going to be shipping them out to you. Um, thank you for being cool and um, – 
uh, confirming with me when I, I, I've reached out to a couple of you and confirmed which books I accidentally like combined the books. So that was my bad. I shouldn't have done that, but <laughs> throwing in a little extra gift in there for gift in there for the, uh, for that and the holiday season and all. So cool. be on the lookout and be, yeah, be there live. If you, if you can, if not, uh, message me on um or message us on patreon which most of you have i think so anyway we also point out for you guys to join us on the the live streams on mondays for the uh the top 10 see uh cover, cover price. price cover price top 10 review but on christmas day we're going to give ourselves a christmas present we're not going to record so if yeah. you're catching this and wondering if we're going to be live on that day, no, we'll be reviewing it on Tuesday the 26th. Give us a little bit of time to uh, digest and, you know, be human beings off of YouTube. <laughs> yes. Um, <coughs> yeah. I think that's pretty much it. That's that it, sir. Good? Yeah. Okay. Until we see you guys in the next one, mahalo. Mahalo.